This, this is the Second Second Story Podcast. Welcome back to the Second Story Podcast. I'm Max Spitz. As of this episode's release, Second Story is preparing to kick off our 25th season. We've grown and changed so much in those years. From our infancy as a handful of performances to a four-week festival, to the multi-armed artistic collective we are today. In this week's episode, teller LaTanya Lane helps ring in the new season with her own story about getting older, getting wiser, and trusting yourself to celebrate the right way. Recorded live at Haymarket Pub and Brewery in Chicago in June 2023, Second Story is proud to present The Time of My Life. anyone celebrating a birthday tonight or recently are you about to have you just said yes yes hey birthday people happy birthday to you happiest of birthdays let it be known i love birthdays they're this natural pausing point to reflect over the past year absorb what you need to let go of what you don't and keep it pushing birthdays are good days or well Okay, they can be good days. My 16th birthday, not a great day. I wanted to do a scavenger hunt, murder mystery, dress up party, because what's more fun than a party with a dress code and a quiz? (laughs) The scheme was a little harebrained and all of the details were left up to me, writing clues, hiding them around my house, trying to explain the idea to invitees. And then the big day came, but like the people didn't, not even my parents. I know. I had invited about 20 folks and only my BFF Jessica and the politest boy at church actually showed up. I had already been a pretty anxious kid, had been having what I would later learn were panic attacks whenever I had to go into a space with a large group of people like school or church or a store. Anxiety can be this great storyteller and moments like this gave anxiety just what it needed to tell me a story that worst case scenarios are the most likely scenarios to tell me a story that I was actually alone and uncared for and low key couldn't do anything right. So that's what we were up against when planning my 40th birthday. Now granted, I have been doing some work. I had 24 years on that 16 year old girl but I could still hear her worry. What if no one comes? What if I'm alone and uncared for and I can't do this right? All right, so this is the part of the story where I will need your help. Yes, will you help me? Okay. So when I say I am because, I invite you to say we are. Let's try it out. I am because. We are. Oh my gosh, y'all are so good at this. One more time. I am because. We are. Y'all are going to do great. I'm very excited for you. Okay, so I'm going to need you all throughout this story, just like I needed my community to make my 40th birthday as special as it was. I start for my 40th birthday. I just wanted two things. Okay, just two things. Fancy dinner and literature. I started with the invitation. It is my 40th birthday. I would be so happy if you would come have fancy dinner with me. Emailed it to all my friends. Almost immediately, the nose started rolling in. 
there had been that like pandemic or something. <laughs> people were still scared, littles were still unvaccinated, and apparently people had not organized their lives around my birth. I don't know. <laughs> so rude. So I braced myself for doing my birthday, maybe a little more alone than I thought, which was fine because why should anyone care about my birthday? It's like special for me, but maybe not for you. That's allowed. But, but then I like stopped and asked myself, is this true or is this like sneaky anxious talk? It's sneaky anxious talk. <laughs> and one of the best things I can do to disrupt anxious thinking is that is remember that I am because so I actually looked at the responses again with that thought in mind and could better see what people actually said. Sure, a lot of folks could not make fancy dinner. And those folks sent me like lovely well wishes. And they also met me for less fancy, but just as fun dinner on different days. Like Paula, who <laughs> met me up for a meal and to watch Good Night Oscar, this incredible play at the Goodman, neither of us realized Sean Hayes, the star of the show and of Just Jack, was a trained pianist and we both, both happily lost our shit to witness such a remarkable talent. It was not at all what I planned, but was completely delightful. And let's not forget, four folks actually could make it for fancy dinner. They felt safe enough to be indoors and they wanted to celebrate with me and were down to celebrate exactly how I'd hope with books and food. We started at Pilsen Community Books, a worker-owned bookstore in my neighborhood, actually suspected by the FBI of being a meeting place for anarchist, environmental, and pro-abortion extremists. For a potential extremist haven, it's like be cozy, it's great. There are these warm toe-colored shelves towering to the ceiling surrounding the room. It was the perfect literary place to ground and begin my celebration. My friends all met me there and each one bought me a book to read and wrote a sweet inscription inside. To this day, holding that stack of books and rereading those inscriptions reminds me of how not alone I am. I, rem I am reminded that I am because... After the bookstore, we headed to Hai Su, this fancy Vietnamese restaurant with a beautiful pattern image painted on the building's brick exterior. Stepping into the wood and stone interior, the delicious scent of cooking spices hit my nose and I realized how hungry I was. The host greeted us warmly and we all settled into our seats. So I have this history of wanting all my friends to be friends with each other. <laughs> even when they would not like that <laughs> because they're too different and don't like the same things or each other. <laughs> when we sat down, folks were still being kind of polite and I worried that I'd done it again, made an awkward situation by forcing a vibe that should have come naturally. Was this another example of me being unable to do things right? Deep breaths, maybe. But maybe not. I did a few intros. I am so glad all of you are here. Whether known or unknown to you, you have all been vital contributors to my happiness and my joy, to my sense of well-being and safety in the world. I am so grateful to each of you for that. Brittany, you and Hannah, you're both from Indiana, and that rhymes. 
you are both excellent event organizers and your kids, your oldest kids are the same age. Conway, you and Brittany both love good music and you and Aaron are my most woo-woo friends. Aaron with the tarot and astrology and you with the candles and calming facilitation, you're both very talented artists. Aaron, like you, Hannah's husband is a veteran teacher in CPS, and she's of course met you through your writing. She also does great community organizing work like you've done with BYP 100. Everyone, discuss. <laughs> and they did. Sometimes when you remember that I am because something special happens, joy arrives and envelops your time in a prism of comfort and ease and well-being. That night, joy arrived and tasted like crispy crab rice, creamy, comforting coconut seafood soup, chicken wings, both juicy and perfect. That night, joy sounded like a group of friends occasionally bursting into song, <laughs> reveling in stories from the restaurant cake owner who wanted to give us a quick treat. That night, Joy got tipsy over a few drinks and left Haisu warm and full and happy. That night, I felt confident about holding space for the folks I love and basking in the beauty that can follow. And Joy kept showing up that week of celebration. Joy showed up serendipitously when I headed to Philly and met up with one of my dearest friends, Camille, who took me to brunch on the morning of my birthday to pop a bottle of champagne and toast my entrance into this new decade. While we caught up, I, I kept looking at the busboy. And finally, when he came to our table, I, I had to ask, I'm so sorry, but what is your name? Kenny? Is your mom's name Kim? Yes. Kenny, it's me, your cousin Tanya, Aunt May's daughter. Oh my gosh. My little cousin was working in this restaurant. I'd made a blanket for him when he was a baby. And now he's grown up and working and happy. It felt like I was in the right place at the right time for a bonus birthday treat. That evening, Joy showed up elegantly. Oh, oh baby, what's your name? Oh, girl, it's your birthday, birthday. It showed up when my friend Alexis came in from D.C. and Jessica, yes, the OG BFF who was at the disastrous Sweet 16 party, came in from Newport News and Camille and I all arrived at Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a black owned small plates restaurant in Philly. We connected and talked and laughed and wandered the city. And after a day of brunch and thrifting and fancy dinner, I felt cared for. And I realized that in this moment of people showing up, there was also some healing for those moments when people did not. Joy also showed up specifically. You may have noticed that I like to do literary shit on my birthday. <laughs> and my 40th birthday has been my most literary to date not just because of the bookstores or the theater or the writing friends no it's because for my 40th birthday nerd alert i gifted myself with attendance to the association of writing professionals conference for the first time <laughs> and 
I was not alone. Jessica was going and shared her hotel with room with me so I could be closer to the conference. Camille was presenting at a few workshops and crew members of the spec thick rocket ship were at AWP too. Joy at AWP is eating lunch three times in one day to catch up with friends on how life and how the writing is going. Joy at AWP is going to the readings and the parties and the random drinks at an overcrowded bar where we were all definitely gonna catch COVID. <laughs> Joy at AWP is taking a moment to soak up all the delight from these days and committing to feeding my spirit in this way for the rest of my 40s. It was a joyful couple of days. On my final day in Philly, I went to my uncle's house where my son and my family was gathered to sing me Happy birthday to you. the real one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Y'all know it. <laughs> and cut a slice of cake. When things settled down, my mom pulled me aside and said, Hey, I got you something. My mom loves me, no question. She does not always see me. So I expected like a bath bomb or body wash, like the types of things my mom often gifts me and that I really do appreciate and enjoy because I rarely get those things for myself. Instead, she handed me a card. Inside was this note in her beautiful bubbly script saying she loved me and was so happy to celebrate my 40th with me. There was also a subscription card inside for Poets and Writers Magazine. She handed me a gift wrap copy of an issue. I saw this and thought you would probably like it. <laughs> Mom, you're a thousand percent correct. With her gift, I saw the ways she had been paying attention and was trying to feed exactly the person I was trying to become. A person who lives in the truth that I am because. This story was performed as part of Second Story's Point of View project at our 2023 Black Joy Show, created by a team of Black artists. This story was produced by Stacey Saunders, curated by Cherie L. Greer, and directed by Elisa Duncan, with music and sound design by Andrew Littleton. The Second Story podcast is produced by Max Spitz. To be the first to hear about updates and new episodes, sign up for our podcast listserv at 2ndstory.com backslash podcast, or subscribe to the Second Story podcast on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Second Story is located in the traditional homelands of the Council of the Three Fires, the Odawa, Ojibwe, and Potawatomi Nations. Our programming is made possible by the Arts Work Fund, Walter Foundation, MacArthur Fund for Arts and Culture with the Richard H. Driehaus Foundation, Paul M. Angel Family Foundation, Gaylord and Dorothy Donnelly Foundation, Illinois Arts Council Agency, the Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events, Innovation 80, the Lupo Family, Eric Rothstein and Gina Wamick, Athene Karras and Thomas Applegate, James Lupo, Jessica Wetmore, Hannah and George Stowe, and many generous individuals like you. I'm Max Spitz, and this, this is the Second, Second Story Podcast.